Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental of Casual podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the anxiety subreddit. Uh, before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, um, you know, first off, welcome. Uh, basically, what I do is I just give generalized advice and try and give a Christian perspective to the mental health uh, field. Uh, but I'm by no means a pref- professional. I'm by no means a pastor. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Um, one of the things that I've noticed with uh, with anxiety in particular is just how debilitating it can be um, to the point where people literally uh, can't get out of their house. And I wanted to start off with a post. Where did I put that post? Actually, I don't. I didn't put them in order. Uh, oh, here we go. Does anyone else have a skipping problem? Now, I will be honest with you. When I first read this, I thought they were talking. About, <laughs> I thought they were talking about the act of walking and you know, like skipping to class, skipping to this. Uh, no, they are not talking about that. Uh, by the way, so uh, I can't. Uh, the, the post says I can't bring myself to go to class ever. Although my grades are good, a 3.8 GPA, I just can't go to class because of anxiety. Does anyone know how to break this habit? So I'm just assuming that this is uh, an optional, um, this is one of those classes that you can do at home, um, but you uh, like a hybrid class, I would assume. Uh, otherwise, you probably wouldn't be getting a 3.8. Unless uh, there, there, was, there were a couple of college classes that I used to take where um, the professors were very much like, hey, listen, if you do good on the test, I don't care. Uh, sorry, I, if you if you guys do good on the test, that's that's all I care about, right? You guys can be here. You don't have to be here. Just be here on test day. Um, so, yeah, it might be one of those classes. Um, one of the things I will say, uh, so, like, you know, uh, when they ask, does anyone know how to break this habit? It's very simple and yet very difficult at the same time, isn't it? Um, the very simple answer is to do it, um, right? And that's it's really interesting because in as I've progressed in this podcast, the answers have become much simpler and yet harder to um, what is it? It's it's the answers become simpler and yet more complex in explaining it, I guess. Um, but yeah, let me try and uh, you know talk about this a little bit in the way that I serve at church. So um, if you guys don't know, I serve as an usher at at, uh, the church that I'm serving at. Um, And one of the things that I started doing was I just started filling in uh, wherever I could. Wherever somebody needed help, I would just fill in. Because if I don't, typically what happens is I'll just start doing this. I'll start start skipping. and the problem is, it's very hard for me to get out of that that uh, that aspect. So what I do is I usually go a little bit above what I think I can do. Um, not too much more, right? Not too much more, but I go a little bit above what I think I can do. And this is where um, the, the rest of this starts to come in. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what, uh, what passage this is. Um, I'm trying... Uh, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to find it. Um, Oh man, I can't. I, I'm trying to remember where in the world this is. Um, it should be no, that's not it. I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, there. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, hold on. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at this in the in the 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 um, blue letter Bible right now. Whoa, I spelled that completely wrong. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. Um, 
But either way, oh, I didn't find it either. All right, well, um, let me see if that narrows it down. Um, either way, you know, when we talk about uh, doing these things, you know, yes, uh, was it yesterday? Uh, the last podcast, we talked about the parable of the talents, right? If any of you guys uh, didn't catch that. Uh, what is wrong with you? No. Uh, if any of you guys didn't catch that, uh, basically what we were talking about was um, was basically the idea of um, this uh, this uh, master leaves his uh, household. Um, by the way, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, and he gives five talents. Once again, five, a talent is a unit of measurement uh, of weight. And so this wasn't just some simple coin that he was given. He wasn't just giving a quarter, a penny, anything like that. He was, I think we, 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 uh, from the study guide that I remember, uh, they had mentioned it's probably roughly around like $1,200 each talent. So either way, it's a lot of money, um, that, that this person's giving away. And in fact, I think my, uh, my pastor said it was even more than that. So, um, yeah, it, it's a substantial amount of money, just one talent. Um, so either way, uh, he gives five talents to one, uh, one servant, uh, two talents to another one and one talent to, to the last one. Um, and he says, I'm going to go out for a journey, you know, here, you know, here are your responsibilities, here are the talents that I give you and then heads out. Right. And he, uh, while he's gone, the person with five talents invests and gets five more talents. The, uh, the person who has two talents gives, uh, invests and gets two more talents. And the last one who has one talent, uh, decides to bury it. And when the master comes back, he says, oh, wow, you have, I gave you five talents and now you gave me five more. So now there's 10 talents. Uh, I'm going to make you, um, I gave you, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to paraphrase this. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, I'll give you, um, I gave you responsibility over a, a small amount of things. Now I'll give you, um, I'll let you roll over many things, right? Um, says the same thing to the person with two talents because they came back with four. Uh, and then the one talent person, they just, they say, oh man, you know, you reap where you don't sow and you're just such a hard boss and here, take your talent that I, that you gave me. Right. And the, the master is just furious and he says, oh, I can't, you, you wicked and lazy servant. Um, you know, you could have at least just put it in the bank so I could get an investment back. Um, and, you know, like we said before, right, that idea of the talent could also be thought of as a metaphorical talent, right? Like our, our talents that we're given. Uh, if you guys don't know this, when you are born again, um, you are given uh, certain spiritual gifts. And if I can find where that is. I believe it's in Corinthians. I just can't remember. Uh, is this is this where it is? It's somewhere around here. Um, oh, here they go. Uh, this is in First Corinthians chapter twelve, um, uh, starting at verse one here. Now, by the way, there's a link to the blue letter, blue letter Bible in the info box if you guys want to follow it. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols. However, you were led. Um, and once again, when we talk about like Gentiles, this is, um, these are people who were basically just, um, worshiping other, you know, gods at this point. And, uh, uh, the Jews had rejected Christ, right? They rejected him as a Messiah. And so now, uh, you know, then, then eventually the Gentiles got to, um, 
got to uh, hear the gospel, and especially from uh, Paul the Apostle. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it wasn't just the Jews anymore that were um, getting this, uh, you know, that were um, open to God's grace, right? It was everybody now um, could could have it. And so um, it was very, it's very interesting to see here. Um, but yeah, when, and if we want to remember like the, the basic, uh, the fundamental parts of, of the Christian faith, right? Um, when you are born again, how do you get born again? You have, you, um, you have a, you have a faith-based relationship with Christ. So it starts off with your faith, right? So a lot of other, um, uh, there, there are some other Christian sects out there, or Catholicism tries to do this, where they try and put it on your works. That's not true. Uh, your, it's, it's based off of your, um, it's based off of your faith. You have, uh, you're saved by faith alone, um, not works. Uh, other, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember the the, the phrase now. Um, I have like a, a, it's basically so you don't boast is the idea. Um, but yeah, you have, you, it's based off of a, uh, of a faith-based relationship with Christ, right? So when you have, um, so when you have, oh, here we go. Nope. That's not it. Mm, I feel like it was in Romans, but maybe I'm wrong about that. But either way, you understand kind of what I'm saying. So the, the works are the proof that you're saved, right? That's that's a different thing. It's not the same thing as saying, oh, I can save myself by working, right? I can save myself by being a good person, person excuse me. Uh, no, that the only way, right? Because Jesus is the way. Um, <laughs> the, the, um, the only way is through Christ, right? Uh, I'll, I'll just read this one from uh, Romans uh, chapter 3, verse 27. Where is boasting then? It is exclu- excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of law. And so, yeah, so it kind of goes in there. And then I guess to keep going into verse 29, or is he the God of the Jews only? He Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also, since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and uncircumcised through faith. So um, do we then make void the law of faith, uh, law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. So, you know, it's it's based off of this faith-based relationship. I just want to say that for anybody that's kind of confused of like, well, what does born again mean? What is this? Don't worry. I I had no clue when I first started doing this. So once again, we get saved through faith through faith in Jesus Christ, right? Uh, when we are, we're gifted the Holy Spirit. We're we're um, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Then we become the temple for the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, you have to remember when we are born, uh, like a regular birth we're born as a son of adam not as a son not i'm sorry excuse me as a son or daughter of adam um not as a son or daughter of of god right um that's a very important distinction that i think a lot of people need to understand when we are born again we're adopted into that body of christ through uh well through christ jesus right um and so once again we're gifted the holy spirit what does that holy spirit do well it brings us a bunch a lot of gifts that uh, or 
talents, you could say, right? Now, there are there are such things as natural talents, right? Or else there wouldn't be so many uh, secular musicians. There wouldn't be so many, right? I'm not trying to say that. Um, but when you're saved, you're given very specific gifts, and I just want to read some of them to you. Um, you know that you were Gentiles carried away to those. So this is uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to start at verse 3. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings, and so on and so forth. So um, my pastor did like a really good uh, series called the Ignite Series. Where he talked, where he he gave it a description of all these gifts, and so um, so yeah. What what does this have to do with what I'm talking about with skipping? Well, how many of us end up skipping <laughs> on using our gifts? Once again, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Uh, once again, I can't remember if it's yesterday or the yeah. Okay, it would have been the last podcast because I think we we skipped uh, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, right? Um, so when we talk about like skipping class, we talk about all this stuff. It's hard to get back into right? By our own strength, uh, back into the swing of things. And this is why it's so important to rely on uh, Christ's strength, not our own. Um, When we rely on our own strength, it's very much like playing Russian roulette, right? You have no idea where it's going to end, where you're going to end up in there. But through Christ's strength, you're able to take on more, right? Um, when Christ says, uh, my yoke is e- easy and my burden is light, right? Once again, this is, this is, um, this shows how merciful he is, right? He's not asking you to just take this yoke on by yourself. No, a yoke takes two oxens to carry it, right? And it, I'll tell you what, man, if, if Christ wants to carry my burden, like, <laughs> can't think of anybody more reliable, right? Who could be more reliable than than uh, God Himself, right? And so, when we talk about um, you know relying on God's strength, I think it's important um, to remember. <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's important to remember that um, that God's strength is made th- uh, perfect through weakness, right? Our weakness, because then we're able to rely on Him more. Um, you know, when we talk about our own strength, it really doesn't equate to much, right? Um, but when we talk about it's through his strength, all of a sudden he can make just such amazing things happen. Um, and once again, you know, for somebody who's skipping out on their life, who's skipping out on the talents that they're given, if you are born again Christian, right? How many of you are skipping out on the, the talents that you're given? How many, uh, people are out there just skipping life? Um, you know, that's not a good way to live, right? Um, you know, we were called to do certain things, and especially if you are if you are born again, right? You're called to do, a, um, uh, you're called by God to do things. And listen, for, this is convicting to me as well. Like, it hurts to hear that I have to do something and, you know, I'm not doing it, right? Um, there's strong conviction there, and I think it's, it's a good thing to have. And for anybody who's unbeliever, right, your, your goal is very simple, to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, through through your faith, not by my faith. So in other words, try and find out, you know, uh, try and look into it a little bit more. Try and find out why um, why Christ is the answer. Read the Bible. Read, um, 
the evidence for it. You know, find, find, figure out the arguments for and against it. Right? I'm not trying to sit sit here and say, "Hey, listen to me," and you know, no, it's it's a faith based relationship. It's up to you to find that, uh, find find your way, um, find uh, your way to to, to Christ. Right? Um, I was about to say find your way to God. No, uh, you have to find your way to Christ to to figure out. You know. Uh, your own relationship with Christ, right? Um, it's all individual in to a certain degree, but obviously there are some fundamental things. Once again, having faith in Him as your Lord and Savior. Um, but the way He 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 molds you and shapes you can be totally different, right? Because you're in a different environment. Maybe He's calling you to do a different thing, that type of stuff. So let's go to the next post real quick. A question to those who have an anxiety disorder: What makes you happy in life? I've been struggling with this anxiety since 2021, and with this year starting, I couldn't help but feel lost and sad to the fact that living has become complicated. I want to uh, I want to ask you people. What makes you keep fighting? What is it that keeps you from giving up? Why don't you give up? Is there something that makes you happy? So this goes back to what I said before, um, where, uh, and I still hold this position, which is the 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 meaning or the main purpose of life is not to be happy, right? Now I have a, the new purpose, which is to serve God, um, and ultimately that's where I find true joy, right? In other words, service. Um, that's probably what some, what a lot of people don't quite understand with a lot of this me centered, uh, this very me centered movement. I got to do what's best for me. I got to do what's best for, you know, and by the way, there's, there's an aspect of that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that, um, we completely throw ourselves, uh, down the drain, but we have to think about the sacrificial love, agape love. Once again, there are four types of love, uh, brotherly love, um, phileo love, eros, uh, Eros love? Yeah, Eros love, which is more uh, sensual love, um, familial love, and I can't remember. I never remember that one, dude. I <laughs> never remember that one. Uh, and then agape love, which is the sacrificial love. This is the godly love. This is the love that uh, that uh, that brought Jesus to us, right? Because, uh, once again, uh, God sent his only begotten son to be the propitia- propitiation of our sins, right? That's an amazing thing, but you know, there was no, like, if he didn't want to do that, he didn't need to, right? But since God is so just and God loves us, um, he did that. And so we have to look at, um, we have to look at that type of love when we're trying to figure out, well, what can bring me the most joy in life? Well, serving God, well, how does God tell us? Because remember, right, there's no way that we will ever be able to uh, pay God back for what he what for what he's done and it would be a fool's errand to try and do it in fact it would it'd probably be insulting to god uh, i don't know if that's like in in the bible if i'm being completely honest with you in terms of would it be insulting to god but i mean just think about the the magnitude of god right um he does all these things but at the same time right he does call us to um uh trying to think uh, i just sent this bible verse out and it's really really good one um let's see if i can find it real quick um Oh, I did find it. Cool. Um, so, you know, he calls us to really be, um, to be kind to one another. And so I want to, where, where is this? Uh, okay. So there is, oh, there we go. Uh, so this, this kind of goes, this is right after the, um, 
the parable of the talents, and I just think it's such a great progression that God is doing right now. Like I would, I did not plan this at all, but um, let's go to Matthew chapter twenty-five, verse thirty-one. Um, and we'll start right there. And this is a very interesting. So once again, this is all talking about the return of Jesus, right? When, when Jesus returns, he's going to be like a thief in the night. We're not going to know what's coming. So we better be ready. In other words, we should be living our lives as Christians, uh, before he comes back, right? Because we don't want to be caught unawares. Um, because once again, we don't know. So once again, uh, let's go Matthew chapter 25, uh, verse 31. When this, uh, once again, this is New King James Version, if you guys didn't know. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one, uh, one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, and uh, the, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to the to those on his right hand, "Come, you blessed, uh, come, you bless my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me." Okay, so let's stop right here for a second. Now that sounds a lot like, wait a minute, we're we should pay Christ back, right? Because once again, Christ is king, right? So this is the key, this is Christ. Uh, Christ is using this king as an example of him, right? <clears throat> so, um, in other words, he's talking about all this stuff for me. Well, let's get to to verse thirty seven, and you'll see. No, then the righteous will answer him, saying, "Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you?" And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. So, uh, so over here, and then he, uh, he goes to the, the left hand, um, depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty? And goes on. Uh, then he'll answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteousness, righteous into eternal life. So we kind of see it right there, right? These people decided to, once again, kind of like the person with the talent, they decided to just leave all of this stuff alone. Um, and that's not what God calls us to do. God does not call us to be a bystander. And that's very hard for me because I'm, um, I, it's very hard for me to deal with conflict, to deal with arguments, to deal with that type of stuff. And it's, that's kind of why I'm trying to get a little bit better about speaking on this stuff on the podcast. Um, but yeah, in terms of, you know, what makes you happy in life, once again, that's not what this life is about. It's, it's That's not the, the purpose of life. I think a lot of times people look at, um, uh, you know, the, the um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember the Declaration of Independence. I think I, I might be getting my, my, my official documents messed up, even though I am an American. Uh, but, you know, they talk about the life, liberty, uh, and the pursuit of happiness, right? Um that's not really what life is about. Life isn't really about the pursuit of happiness. And unfortunately, you know, um, unfortunately, there are going to be a lot of people who are not happy all of the time. Happiness is a fleeting thing. It doesn't stay around for all of the time. Um, but you know what does 
is God, right? You know what does stay around all the time and has stayed around for all the time is God. We should be looking at something that is eternal, not something that is fleeing, fleeting. Excuse me. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all of these other things will be um, will be given to you, right? Um, I, I once again, that's a paraphrase. I can't remember exactly. Um, will be provided to you. I can't remember exactly what the phrase, uh, the, the the verse was, but. We have to remember this as we go through life that whenever you're having a hard time, whenever you're dealing with anxiety, whenever you're dealing with um, hardships in your life, that we have to come back to God. We have to come back to the, to the excuse me, not the worldly things, excuse me, uh, <laughs> to the heavenly things, to the godly things, and really focus on those things. Um, I want to read uh, Philippians chapter 4. Uh, real quick, and we're going to go to verse 6, and you guys probably heard this, but I didn't actually talk about the uh, verse 8. I don't really talk about that all that much. So um, so starting at verse 6 of Philippians uh, chapter 4, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So once again, this is the... the, the um, the peace of God, which is which surpasses all understanding, right? It, it we don't quite understand it, but it's there, it's there for us. Um, but once again, it we we have to, and that's why I always go back to, well, what's the prerequisite? Well, to be born again. Well, how do you get born born again? Faith through Jesus Christ, right? I always like to make sure that I I remind everybody what the the foundation is because nobody told me this when I was growing up. I I always thought you had to be a good person and you just it, it just worked out that way. But no, it's not through that. Um, because our own strength only leads us closer to, closer and closer to sin, right? It's only through Christ Jesus' strength, it's only through the Holy Spirit that we're able to um, even get get uh, close to not, uh, or we get closer to not, um, not uh, we get the, you know, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. We're able to um, get convicted towards uh, a, a brighter path. We get convicted towards the path of Christ, the path of Christ, Christ Jesus, right? So, um, anyway, we kind of. Uh, so I always like to kind of go back to that because once again, I always, I always kind of believed in that. Oh, I'll just be a good person. I'll just do this. But how many of us are really good people? How many of you are actually good people? Like, if if you really are honest about it, how many of you are actually good people? You know, they say that um, that the most violent people in, in an age range are between the ages of two and three, and they're males. Uh, so they're little boys, uh, which makes sense because they're little monsters. <laughs> why Why do I say that? Because I was one of them, and I was a little monster. Um, yeah, they're little monsters, dude. Like they'll 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 uh, you know go after each other, all that stuff. Once again, it might be like three or five. I, I can't remember right now, but um, it's real young, right? And so for all these people saying, "Oh, but my my kid is so innocent. They're sweet. They are. I mean, they listen. They they don't deserve a lot of things in this world. But they're not exactly. Uh, they they're not. Uh, they're ultimately born a child of Adam, not a child of God. That's something that we have to remember, right? It's through the adoption that God gives us through Christ Jesus that we're able to be saved. So I want to go over to four, uh, Philippians 4, uh, verse 8 real quick before we head out and talk about this. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good, report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. 
The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So, excuse me. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, once again, this is this is written by uh, Paul the Apostle to the uh, the church in Philippi, and so Paul was leading by example, right? Um, and that's something that we have to remember as Christians that we can't just. Uh, I, I made a funny meme about this, but you know, I was it was basically, um, but it was just basically talking about how a lot of us tend to try and live, quote unquote, live by example by not doing anything, by not getting involved in anything, by not serving, right? Um, and that doesn't really make an impact on anything. Um, and once again, we're not trying to make an impact for ourselves. We're trying to make an impact for God's glory. We're trying to make an impact because God's calling us to do that. Um, and once again, if, if we meditate on these things, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, we have to meditate on the thing. We need to look at the direction where we want to go. When you guys take a, when you guys uh, take a right turn, do you guys look left? When you're returning, or do you look? Because obviously you'll look left just to make sure it's all clear. But when you're actually turning, don't you eventually turn right to go turn? Right? Does your head just stay over on the left and hit the hit the uh, person on the crosswalk to your right? No, no, no. You you t you check left. You check your directions because uh, I do this every time, uh, <laughs> and you look to the way that you're turning because that's where you want to go when you turn. Uh, when your head turns, your body turns, right? Um, so wherever you're focusing your attention on is where you want to go. So focus your attention on the heavenly things. Once again, this is kind of a reiteration of the, the first part of this week, but I think it's something to remember. Um, you know, when we're we're dealing with, uh, you know, oh, when, when you're only focused on things that make you happy, well, guess what? Drugs made me really happy in the moment. Uh, alcohol made me really happy in the moment. Uh, porn made me really happy in the moment, but eventually it, uh, the the depression afterwards, the anxiety afterwards, was absolutely not worth the happiness in that moment. And that's something we have to remember about long suffering. One one of the um, fruits of the spirit, long suffering, or patience, self control, right? So remember that as you go through uh, when you're dealing with anxiety, to not focus on uh, specifically on the anxiety. You yes, you're feeling anxiety. Yes, you're feeling anxious. But what should you really be focused on? God and your relationship with Christ Jesus. Either way, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this. Um, I should be out with another video on Sunday. So in other words, uh, Saturday's uh, going to be a day off for me. Uh, I'm going to try and keep somewhat of a even schedule, but you know me, probably going to be all over the place. Who knows? Um, either way, guys, uh, remember you can check out all things casual in the link tree in the info box. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, God bless.